Hey guys, right at the top of the show, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody that the best way to support the show is by going to your podcasting app and giving the show a rating and review. That way it helps other people find us. We're in a real big push right now. The show took off really well when we first launched, and we just want to keep that inertia going. So please, go to your podcasting app and leave us a five-star rating and a review, and just say how great we are. Thanks a lot. of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well even in poor communication conditions alpha bravo charlie alpha bravo charlie Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie, the alphabetical Wilco podcast where every episode we cover a new Wilco song in alphabetical order based upon how they were released. Uh, in the opening episode, we explain how we decided which songs we're going to do. I'm with my buddy Kevin, who's always my co-host and the ever-knowledgeable Wilco expert. Kevin, how are you doing today, man? I'm pretty excited because this is this song is the perfect... And we haven't said what song it is, but just to, to build anticipation... This is the perfect Wilco deep cut uh, that uh, makes a nerd like me excited to talk about. Uh, I heard this song for the first time in preparation for this episode. Uh, and I, I'm i not one to jump on the my favorite bandwagon too early in something. But I have to say that this may be one of my favorite Wilco songs. It has all... Of the uh, stuff I love about Wilco, they get a little weird. Jeff's got his little his, his strange voice he uses sometimes. It's a little push, but not not actually push. I don't know how to describe what he's actually doing. You'll hear it when you hear the song. Today, we are covering uh, Blasting Fonda from the Alpha Mike Foxtrot, released from 2014. Uh, the song was written as... Well, Actually, Kevin, I'll let you go into the de- details, because I'm sure I'm going to say something wrong about it. So you go ahead, talk about the details of the song, and I'll just uh, do my usual thing. So this was a song from 1996, originally released on the soundtrack for the masterpiece, the beloved movie, Feeling Minnesota. I'm being a little sarcastic there, because outside of this song, I've never heard anyone talk about <laughs> yeah. the movie Feeling Minnesota which is apparently a Keanu Reeves movie. This is before. Now, we, we're sitting here in, in the year 2020. Keanu Reeves is cool, right? We all love Keanu Reeves. John Wick Let me just coming the new cyberpunk. Yes, let me, let me just jump in right there. So uh, in reading for this episode, I discovered that uh, this was that Jeff Tweedy referred to this as a song for a Keanu Reeves pilot. And I just want to be clear. Keanu Reeves was a name to me before 1996. We had Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Speed, which unironically, unironically, is one of my favorite movies of all time. I can, for the past 25 years, I have watched the movie Speed, and if I watch it this afternoon, I, even though I know everything, every line that is going to happen in that movie, I still get the suspense at the at the right beats of the moment. That movie is a perfect movie, in my opinion. So Keanu Reeves did not need an introduction in 1996 or a, a pilot. No, no. Pilot. I, I, maybe he, maybe Jeff meant it more as in like a, a vehicle for vehicle. Keanu Reeves in uh, 1996. The, to me, as a, as a millennial, Keanu Reeves has had an interesting career tra- trajectory, right? In the early 90s, Bill and Ted, cool guy. In the mid 90s, uh, Point Break, uh, whatever the, Point the heck, this movie. That's awesome. 
again, these are all movies I haven't seen since I was a kid. So I haven't seen Speed. I don't know if I've ever seen Speed or if I just sort of know about it from the concept and the fact that they did a Speed 2, which was, that was the one on the boat, right? The first one was was on the... the, um, And then, of course, he did The Matrix, which which was huge. And for a long time, Keanu Reeves wasn't cool. And then, Uh, right, he did like the, the... the Lake House movie. Is that Keanu Reeves? That sounds like Keanu Reeves. The Lake House. Like, is that the one with the mailbox that magically turns? The mailbox. Towards, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's exactly. Uh, uh, he he, he kind of became uh, uh, the butt of some jokes, right? Like he, oh, he's not a good actor. He's he's wooden. Um, he just and then and then of course he does the John Wick movies. He's in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. He is uh, doing uh, Bill and Ted three. Uh, and so he's kind of had a resurgence, but there was a, a time in my life where I would have looked at this and be like, why is Wilco doing a, a song for your Keanu Reeves movie? <laughs> like they're so much cooler than Keanu Reeves. And now I think time has proven us right. And despite the fact that I'm Canadian, Keanu Reeves is Canadian. I'm legally supposed to like Keanu Reeves. I, I, I should, I should clarify just so I don't sound like an idiot to all of our listeners. I don't think Keanu Reeves is a great actor. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a great actor. I, I think I think he's a John he's, Wick is a great movie. I think Keanu Reeves is a great action movie actor. Jo- yeah, not a great exactly, actor. Exactly. That's exactly. But, what and, I love but he's for. also and he's also just like a good dude. Like everything you read about Keanu Reeves, yeah. he sounds like a really good person. So that kind of endears him to me. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's Canadian. So and he's in that band Dogstar, which is kind of a. I don't even know if they're still around, but they were uh, they were kind of a throwback '90s grunge type band. So I'm, I, I forgot about that. He's just an all around cool dude, and I happen to enjoy a lot of his movies. I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's fine for what he is, but I but uh, I don't think he needed a vehicle, as they call it, no. in the year 1996. I think he was already a star, and he will always be a star in my heart for the movie Speed and John Wick and Bill and Ted and. Uh, Matrix. Well, you know, I I'm, I don't really like the Matrix movies that much. The the first Matrix movie. Yeah, is a I guess classic. that's true. I think yeah. I think the Matrix gets bogged down. The, this also on this turning to a Keanu Reeves <laughs> podcast, which I'm okay with, because I didn't realize I had all these opinions on Keanu Reeves. Uh, but I think the the Matrix gets bogged down by its bad sequels. But I, go back to 1999, the Matrix revolutionized science fiction movies. Yeah, I'm, I might have to do that actually, because I do remember liking the first one. I think you're right. The Second and third one was kind of like, oh god, they just made this great yeah. movie bad. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it uh, 20 years later or 21 years later. My god, that movie's old enough to drink now. <laughs> In Canada, it's been old enough to drink for a couple of years now. No kidding. Oh yeah, Canada. It changes province to province. If it, I think Alberta and maybe Manitoba, where I live, is 18. Uh, where I grew up though is BC is 19, which makes more sense than 21. Why can you go to war but you can't? buy a beer that doesn't make any sense um i know the reason in america but uh i don't know the reason in canada the reason in america not to get too into a whole history thing but just to give our listeners a little bit of knowledge when they're listening to this uh in america i think it was president ray like we used to be able to sell to 18 year olds a low alcohol content beer but in america president reagan said unless you move he told states unless they all moved to the age of 21 for alcohol consumption, they weren't going to get more highway money. So it's actually a result of the Department of Transportation and the states not want to be left out of the highway boom that was happening um, back then. I, I think that's the reason. Why. I, I, I'm sure I'm getting some of those details wrong, but that's the gist of why the drinking age is 21 in America. 
but it still doesn't like explain uh the, the the bigger why on like why 21 like 21 just feels like a um just it's just a high right? age yeah. yeah like where like 19 to me makes sense because 18 year olds could still be in high school and then you got kids in high school buying beer for other kids like so 19 to me is is you're you're i mean 19 year olds still might know 18 year olds who are still in high school but that gives it a step away yeah, I don't know. We're, I, we're going off on a tangent. Can we go back to Blasting, Blasting Fonda? Fonda? Blasting Fonda. So this song originally came out on that soundtrack. Is This is the song that if you were a Wilco fan on the internet in the early 2000s and someone said, oh yeah, I like Wilco, you would say, oh, you like Wilco? Do you know the song Blasting Fonda? Like if you knew the song Blasting Fonda, then you were a hardcore Wilco fan. People who didn't know Blasting Fonda, not as cool. It was the so This was like... It was, yeah, it was the, the legendary Lost Wilco song because it's from the Being There era. And it sort of sounds Being There adjacent. It, it th- There was other Wilco B-sides, you know, Childlike and Evergreen and Promising, but this was a full band song. Um, it's a, Or at least uh, sounds full band. We can get into that. Um, but it, it, uh, it was one of those songs that uh, I think because it's so rare and it's still good, a lot of Wilco fans built up an affinity for it much like they later did with a magazine called sunset and cars can't escape and those sorts of songs um do you want to go right into the song and then we'll talk about some fun facts about the song afterwards yeah let's listen to it here we go we talked about it on the was i in your dreams uh episode but the just the the piano heaviness of the song was still relatively new in this era of wilco it gives it a little bit of sophistication that maybe you wouldn't have got on a uncle tupelo song right yeah i like how you described it as uh being there adjacent because it definitely has a uh it's beyond it has like a little bit of a beyond being there sound to wilco but it also kind of fits uh, on that album, and I can't think of it because yeah. it wouldn't fit on Summer Teeth. See, there's that voice no, no, about. you wouldn't put it on Summer Teeth. You wouldn't put it on AM. It would only really sound at home on yes. being there. But it still like wouldn't would stick out a little bit on being there. Yeah. I think if it was on that album, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Being there, Jason. Yeah. Uh, so this song is uh, it. The, the first time Jay and Jeff did the recording on their own, which they later did a lot of that on um, Summer Teeth. Um, so the, the song in, in that respect kind of paved the way for that recording process and that collaboration between Jeff and Jay because they were the only ones living in Illinois at the time. The rest of the band uh, lived in, I think John's probably from Louisiana, so I imagine he was living in New Orleans in that period. Um, the other members lived in their cities. Uh, Jeff got requested to do the song for Feeling Minnesota uh, and uh, called up Jay who lived uh, uh, nearby and, and they did the song on their own. So you can really hear a lot of Jay Bennett in the and his yeah. him as a multi-instrumentalist. Not only in the piano but the kind of the, the general soundscape of the song. I like the double vocals there too. Yeah, sounds good. Is that both? Are both those vocals Jeff or is it one J and one Jeff? Just from the way we're listening to this, I oh. 
couldn't tell you. Uh, it does sound a little Jay Bennett-esque to me, but... Ooh. Yeah, I love some that. little... You know, maybe those those sounds right there on its own probably a you know precursor to what's to come on summer teeth and yankee Oto foxtrot whereas the songwriting itself does sound like early wilco I won't be the last. jeff's vocal there that is very much uh young jeff tweedy jeff tweedy who is uh still smoking and you can kind of hear that in his the raspiness in his voice A strong melody, though. Just an all-around cool song. I am so glad. Uh, I often tell people I'm jealous of them when they haven't heard heard an album before or a band before, and they get to hear it for the first or a TV show or a movie or anything like that, and they get to see it for the first time or hear it for the first time. Well, I'm glad that uh, doing this podcast has made me sit down with uh, <clears throat> uh, Alpha Mike Foxtrot and uh, discover a lot of these songs because it's and also with uh, the Mermaid Avenue. Uh, albums also but that that is a great song i'm so glad that i now have that in my life i mean i've always had yeah. access to it but it's just it's nice to finally like have shining it. yeah yeah the, the wilco catalog especially sitting here in in the the second decade of of the uh 20th century or 21st century uh, uh the, the wilco catalog is vast and deep at this point especially if you start getting into tweety records and uh um Jeff's Warm and Warmer records and the Gone Defense songs and just there's the Jay Bennett solo records. It's just a lot of stuff there. Um, but even just on the Wilco stuff alone, it, it's intimidating and it's hard to to um, hear everything and, and give everything its uh, appreciation like it would have been in 1999 when they had three albums and a collaboration with Billy Bragg and a couple singles and you could consume all that and, and know all those songs well. So if there's um, this would really so be a short listener, and to the point podcast if there were still only three albums. Because as of right now, yeah. in this one, I'm looking at the spreadsheet. We have 203 episodes that we have planned at this point, and I feel like every few days we're always adding. Oh, we need to add this in there also. Yeah. So, uh, but we I, I, so we have 203 episodes to get through, and we're in what's this 17? Yeah, I think this is episode 17. So we've got a ways to go. Still, so yeah, I'm glad that there's more than three albums out there right now. Yeah, and and so it's it's great to shine a light on on some of these songs that you know if you just discovered Wilco in the past few years or maybe you've always been a little bit more casual with them, you probably don't know this song. So, um, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's a song where um, uh, you know, 
arguably better than some of the stuff that maybe ended up on some of the records from that period. Um, so it's cool to, to you know, have that um, so easily accessible these days on a compilation like Alpha Mike Foxtrot. Cool. Do you have any other thoughts on the song? No, I, th- I think uh, that's about that. Uh, if if you really want to hear a, a deep cut Wilco live, you go on their website when they are playing live again, um, and uh, you can request songs. Request this one because this this they've is never the song it. that uh, if they've played it, they've played it once or twice. Um, I couldn't I know find in, anywhere that they. I, I looked and I I couldn't find anywhere that they played it. Can, yeah. Uh, you feel because I'm almost positive they did it in 2008. In 2008, they only had five records at that point, and they did um, a residency at the Riviera in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they the goal with that was to over five nights to do all of their songs. Uh, and I'm I remember there being debate like, oh, they're going to play Blasting Fonda, and I feel like they did, but I am old now. And my memory plays tricks on me. Uh, Let's find yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't. Oh, yeah, played live. So they play live three times. Oh, they have. Um, okay. Uh, according to the Wilco uh, World website, so they did not do it in two thousand eight, uh, but they did uh, do it. I guess this could be a Jeff Tweedy solo show. Um, so between Jeff and they, they did it in uh, twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. Wow. Okay. Well, then I'm wrong. Um... Well, with all that being said, if you guys want to go to abcwilco.com and find a way, all the ways you can hear the show, you can leave us a voicemail. You can support the show by donating to us or by buying our new merch. I put some t-shirts out there and a coffee mug. If you're looking for a new coffee mug to work at home with during the COVID, uh, everything we have going on right now, there's that out there. Um, also, social media, you can find us. All of our social media is abcwilco, at abcwilco. You can find uh, Kevin's Instagram at Kevin Vinyl on Instagram and my Instagram at Hess's Best. Um, until then, we'll, uh, until the next show, we'll see you then.